go. Another episode of On the Bench with Beaks. This is number 14. I am your host, Cody Beekman, and with me as always is Keith Zanders. Hello, everyone. And Ross Moermeyer. Hey, how you guys doing? Today is a very special day because uh, seeing how Father's Day is right around the corner, we thought we'd uh, bring a couple of dads into the studio. With us today, we've got Giannis Sanders. Hey, guys. And Phil Beekman. Hey, how y'all doing? We got the daddies in the studio today. Oh, yeah, oh, big clap. No, big, no, no. Little, oh, there's a little standing ovation going on oh, here. We got the, the horn. Oh, yeah, that's a shot. Oh, there we go. I forgot about the horn. <laughs> that always seems to be forgotten till the very last second. Right. So, yeah, we're, we're going to be doing a very special Father's Day episode here on the bench. So uh, we're going to get into it. I mean, uh, we've got a plenty of stuff to talk about. Um, so not so much in the NHL. We got a little bit coming out of there. A couple of prospects, um, uh, prospect news and we're gonna talk daddy stuff here on the bench so boys uh anything interesting happened this week absolutely nothing man <laughs> this is this is the most interesting part i've had so far oh yeah uh, seeing the pops in the Tell you uh, what though what i am stoked about is these sweet microphone stands we got oh yeah <laughs> swivel swivel they're we awesome swivel finally oh beautiful <laughs> Well, um, just work and just, yeah, that's about it, man. Same old, same old. Yeah, well, there's not a lot that, that can happen in a week, I guess. Right. <laughs> well, uh, without further ado, let's uh, let's get into it with Hockey Day in History. Um, we're going to have the dads go first. I'm looking at Giannis right now. Giannis, you want to you wanna start us off there, buddy? Oh, geez. So... Right away, you put me on a spotlight. So let's see what I got here. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Daryl Sittler, the great captain of uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, on June 18th, 1989, he got inducted to the Hall of Fame along with Herbie Lewis and Russian goaltender Vladislav Tretiak. Tretiak, uh, I think we all know uh, what uh, what what happened with him in the uh, 80s. Yeah, we do. Yes, we do. That's all he's got to say about it. All right, uh, Philly, what you got there, buddy? Well, buddy, I just happen to have on June 18th, 1993, the new Hockey uh, Hall of Fame had its official grand opening at BCE Place in Toronto, replacing the old building, Exhibition Place, the Hockey Hall of Fame used half of the building from 1961 to 1992. Beautiful, beautiful. Oh, I think we got two new podcast stars already here, no, guys. No, we're starting, me and Giannis are starting our own. We're ditching you guys. Oh, yep, we're going to start our own. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the old uh, the old boys on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> the old beaks on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ross, what do you got, bud? Well, I've got... Uh, this day, uh, June 18th, uh, 1975, uh, the Boston Bruins defenseman Bobby Orr won the Norris Trophy for the eighth straight year, extending his NHL record consecutively. So, Boom. Not a surprise. We all know Bobby Orr. What you got there, Keats? All right, man. Uh, June 19th, 1999. 
Brett Hall scored the winning goal at 14 minutes, 51 seconds of the third overtime. And Ed Belfour made 53 saves as Dallas won 2-1 at Buffalo in Game 6 of the finals to win the 1999 Stanley Cup championship. And that was the famous foot in the crease. Yeah, that's when they had that crazy in the crease rule. And yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, his foot was in the crease. Come oh, get was. me. Oh. Come get me, Dallas Stars fans. Well, if we had Abel on, he would just go crazy about that. He still to this day thinks Hashik deserved the cup instead of the Stars. I would, uh, you know, honestly, I would have much rather seen uh, Hashik get that cup than Brett Hull. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Neuendijk was uh, deserving of it. Madonna, eh. Yeah. He was like America's, America's boy right at that time. Oh, well, he's still America's good old boy when it comes to American hockey. I mean, you can't really forget about Mike Badana. Oh, no. But then you can't forget about Oshi either when uh, he went to Sochi. Oh, my <laughs> God. All right. Uh, I was so I got so tired of hearing that. TJ Sochi, TJ Sochi. Anyways. That was annoying. Uh, it was just amazing what he did, though. All right. Well, I got one, and it's going to be keeping up with the last one. Uh, I, be- I believe la- my last uh, hockey day in history was about Al Arbor taking the position. This one is on June 18th, 1986. Terry Simpson was named new head coach of the New York Islanders, replacing Al Arbor. So you know, keeping it uh, keeping it arbor. Yeah, keeping it relative. Yeah. yeah. So, hockey day in history. Well done, gentlemen. Our uh, our first uh, our first little bit. We've got over the hump. So next, uh, uh, here's a little news coming out of Seattle, and I'm pretty sure all you Seattle fans or anybody who's excited about hearing a team name or anything about it, uh, you're gonna have to wait a little bit longer. Due to get this um, COVID, they uh they they're blaming it on uh the the coronavirus, and um uh so they're gonna be waiting even longer. We probably won't even get a name till the fall now. Bummer, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, and I guess he also cites a little like, uh, I mean, I guess uh the riots in Seattle too. You say that, yeah. and then well, it's everywhere at this point. And then maybe, uh, and also uh, something about um, what what do you call it? Uh, trademarks, trademark battles. So apparently, they do have a couple names in place, but they don't want to release it now because they're just gonna. Uh, apparently, they're uh, they're gonna be just like battling for trademarks. For all these different... Wasn't there something about, like, uh, hornets or something? Like, mad hornets or something? Uh, Oh, oh, uh, murder hornets? Or murder. Yeah, yeah. I think that was a joke. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That would be good, though. That would be be interesting. Big. The the Wuhan bats. Oh. (laughs) Murderers would be a great jersey. You know, like a great sweater, man. Oh, seriously. You know, You got some pissed off looking hornet on. You got a hornet on there with a knife or shank or something. Oh my gosh! Yeah, absolutely. Bandana on, you know. Oh, for real. (laughs) A bandana. If you were to guess, though, what do you think? That's actually leaning. That's what actually leads that. That that was exactly what I was going to ask you guys. Like in in all seriousness, what what would you guys like to see? Well, I don't know. I you know how like Colorado, you know, we have like the famous flag that everyone has. You know the the like the. Navy, what is it like the light blue, navy blue, whatever you want to call it? Colors does Seattle have? Yeah. 
color because I, I honestly I don't even they, know. they don't even have a color scheme uh, uh, up yet but um it's uh, a lot of uh, speculation Seattle like, mermaids man mermaids <laughs> there you go the Seattle mermaids I like that well uh, well let me break it out for you I mean uh, a lot of the uh, a lot of the popular ideas have been the totems the metropolitans <laughs> just, well uh, yeah, yeah the t- <laughs> The totems, totem po- the totem poles, the Metropolitans. <laughs> another big one's been cracking. Mean, you know, I've been on board with that one since uh, before when they actually were like, "Oh, we're gonna have a team." I'm like, "Dude, they should do the cracking." And then, yeah, well, I and mean, they've already done the Pugent sound, all of the, all the popular stuff that's out in Seattle. I mean, the Metropolitans make sense because you had they had the Metropolitans, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 a it's up up for sale right now. Well, how about the uh, uh, Seattle Starbucks? Oh right, yeah, that's where it came from, right? That's what I said. The mermaids. You know? Oh, there you go. Oh yeah. Well, I was gonna say I'm leaning something something to do with water. Yeah, I would agree. So I mean, it would. I mean. It would I, make sense, right? <laughs> I, I could go as far as thinking that sockeye would be uh, a pretty like a front runner. The sockeye salmon. <laughs> well, the so- yeah. Bill's uh, <laughs> <laughs> cracking. He's just, he's just, yeah. They're just laughing at absolutely His everything names are we're all saying. Terrible. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting when they finally hey, do. You imagine, you know, when they actually make the league, you know, and they play against the Canucks. What about that hockey minute? You know. Oh uh, yeah. All that, and I know I have a bunch of family up in the uh, Washington State area. They're huge Canucks fans, so we'll see how that kind of like divides them and everything. So. I agree. That's going to be interesting. Oh, they are, they already have like a pretty gnarly rivalry going. Ever since Seattle was confirmed for an expansion, uh, the Vancouver Canucks, you know, Twitter has just been chirping them like crazy. Oh, they haven't started burning the town down again. Oh well, I mean, <laughs> probably when they lose their first game to to Seattle, I'm sure there's a riot. Yeah, plus they ain't over yet. All oh, right, <laughs> that is so true. It ain't over till the fat lady sings, right, <laughs> Phil? Yeah. And on that note, <laughs> so uh, what do you got, Keith? What are no, you? I was gonna say we're gonna spend another hour. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, so in other news, um, a couple of Avalanche prospects have actually been named to the International Showcase. Uh, the International Showca- Showcase is basically just like you know junior uh, international players playing for their countries. Uh, Drew Hellison has been named to Team USA, and Alex Newhook, our uh, our up and comer. That's g- gonna be looking pretty sweet. Was named to Canada, so that's a whole. Uh, that's that's promising, and they're gonna be playing hockey this summer, so that's good. Oh yeah, no, that'll be really exciting because yeah, you'll act, you'll actually get to see him play, and that depends on how the NHL season goes. So, well, I think about how long they've been off. I mean, uh, I think their their season got canceled. Uh, well, uh, I know the NCAA canceled. <clears throat> canceled the rest of their hockey real quick so uh, it's going to be sweet to see Alex Newhook playing more and I mean Drew Hellison's going to be an up-and-comer too so they're going to be playing hockey that's a good that's a good thing for the Avs and uh, I'm sure we're going to see more names come out uh, for other teams I'm I'm really hoping that uh, Eustace Anunen 
uh, our Finnish goaltender that has just been ripping the Finnish league up this year gets to play more too. I would love to see him playing because uh, while he was in the Finnish league, he was just, like I said, tearing shit up. It was like an acrobatic kind of like feat. It, that guy was just all over the like all over the crease, and he was just doing amazing things for him. So set the Finnish league record for uh, minutes shut out. So that's huge. Oh yeah, Finns have always had good goalies. Yeah, I think uh, um, uh, Giannis. I think you got a little bit of an opinion on that one there. Well, um, I always thought you know like like. I'm European, you know, coming from Latvia, growing up watching European hockey, you know, and uh, if if you're not Canadian, you know, I'll always go with, like, Finnish goalie, you know, from Finland. You know, look at the Fekarine, Kiprasov, you know, those guys, you know, Tukarask. they never fail. Tukarask, yes. So, in my opinion, you know, if you're, if you're coming from Finland, you know, you, you basically have a safe bet it's going to be a good goalie. Yeah. You, uh, what about you, Dad? What do you think? No, I agree 100%, but Giannis said. <clears throat> it's it's a tried and true fact. Fans are great goaltenders. So, yeah, that's about all the news that we got uh, for today. Uh, let's, uh, let's get into these dads. Let's start interviewing. Yeah, let's grill these guys. Father, Father's Day edition. Uh, <clears throat> young guns versus the old guys. Let's go. Let's do this. Well, <laughs> I mean, maybe water guns. I don't know. <laughs> Phil, squirt, we're in trouble. The versus the yeah, yeah. I knew it when I walked up the driveway and, hey, Cody says, hey, dad, guess what? What? You're going to be on the iPod. Hey, iCast, oh, podcast, whatever this thing is. <laughs> on the iPad. <laughs> and I said, oh, okay. I quit. It's like the you cast, me cast, anybody mm-hmm. cast. It's all right. We all cast together. <laughs> it's all about the we cast. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously, <laughs> if you're still with us, thank you. <laughs> all right, so let's get into it. We're talking hockey backgrounds. Giannis, we're going to go with you first. So growing up in you know Eastern Europe, uh, Latvia, of course, as we've all heard before, I mean, uh, what got you into hockey? And um, just tell us a little about a, a bit about your hockey background and kind of like what really influ- influenced you with hockey. Alrighty, so I'm kind of an older guy now, I would say. <laughs> but anyway, first of all, I want to say thank you, you know, for inviting me to this podcast. I'm a great fan. Big fan of you guys, you know, I think what you guys do is awesome. You know, I'm, I'm eager to wait for any other new episode coming up. So uh, it's a great thing, and it's an honor to be here. Oh, uh, well, yeah, Looking well, forward to a great podcast. Well, we're stoked to have you guys on, man. So uh, to answer the question what got me in hockey, you know, as far as I can remember myself um, at the time, when I was about like four years old or whatever, my family didn't have a TV to begin with. And so uh, I used to run over to my neighbor's house. And they were relatives of my dad and stuff like that. So basically my family and they had a TV. And so I always ran over you know, to watch cartoons. And um, once in a while, you know, like once a week, basically there was a hockey game on. And that was, you were talking about 1975-ish, 6-ish. 
And uh, at that time, uh, we had a team in Latvia, Dynamo Riga, Dynamo Riga, call it however you want. But so the, the two old ladies, they always watched the games, you know. And so I, there was like from 6 o'clock till 6.30 at night. Uh, there were cartoons. After that, there was a hockey game on. And so I kind of like started watching with them, you know. It kind of grew on me, and that's basically, you know, how it all started. And uh, after a while, yeah, I already figured it out, how to look up the schedules, you know, on TV, when they're going to play or not. And so I would show up, and I would even skip the cartoons and just go straight and watch the hockey game. That's how it all started, you know. And the later on, when my uh, older sister started dating uh, her future husband, and he was a great hockey fan, he actually played in Latvia's Bears. There was like a minor league uh, hockey team. But he played just for a couple of years or so, and he got out of it. And uh, so anyways, he started dating my sister, and um, he had a, probably the greatest impact on me, you know, as far as the hockey goes. And, uh, yeah, that, that's how it all started. Sweet. We're, uh, um, and let's uh, switch it over to Phil. How did you get started? Well, you know, I mean, you know, kid growing up in Ohio and – we were around a lot of hockey, you know. Uh, didn't have a lot of places as a kid to play hockey, but we, uh, you know, we had the Red Wings, you know. I had to, you know, <laughs> I hate admitting that. But now, yeah. I, <laughs> well, I, think. I think I just bit my tongue when I said that. But uh, but it just, th- <laughs> uh, just threw up a little bit in yeah, my mouth. I, yeah, I had a funny taste in my mouth right now. But, <laughs> uh, you know, we had uh, Chicago was in the area, you know, and, and – um, we just uh, basically just kind of watching. Actually, my team was the Dayton Gems. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, which was the IHL team. Oh, yeah, so. yeah. And, uh, you know, we got, uh, we got them pretty regular on TV. I mean, you know, they played, they played basically all the – they showed all the home games. You know, and that was the thing, man. I was sitting around watching, you know, Dayton Gems. And we would, uh, you know, Christmas time seemed like, you know, I grew up with nine brothers and sisters, so, you know, they were looking for really cheap Christmas presents. <laughs> of course. And, and believe me, back in the day, a hockey stick went really cheap. Yeah. Like and, uh, you know, my mom would be walking through, she'd be walking through the store. Hey, what's, uh, what are we going to get Phil? Well, let's get him that piece of wood over there. It was the cheapest thing they could get, you know. But I loved it, man. You know, got me a hockey stick every Christmas and, you know, find something as a puck because they never did really realize that there was another part of it that went with it. Yeah. So, didn't get too many pucks, but, well, you know, we figured it out. Oh, man, anything that's like... Uh, oh, yeah, pine cone, you know, break off a piece of ice, use that, whatever. There you, you know. go, slap it around. <laughs> but, Feel- no, you know, just the local ponds. And, heck, man, I used to skate in my backyard. I grew up in Ohio where it rains all the time. And uh, during the winter, you know, you get these good rains, and they'll come along and freeze the next day. And you got your rink right there in your backyard, man. You know. And I've skated in my backyard many a time. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. That's one thing. I we, think That would be so cool, you know. I think, I think we are. Having a, that's one thing that we, I mean, around here growing up where we grew up, Cody and Ross, we don't really have ponds or oh, – no. Or places where we can go and, you know, kind of enjoy it uh, during the winter season. 
Uh, that's definitely something I miss. I, I do remember having that in Latvia for a very short period of time. But uh, here, you know, for us, we got to drive like hours out if we want anything like that. Oh, yeah. And not only that, you know, chip in a little bit, you know, like when we moved to the United States, you know, for me, it was kind of odd, you know, like when Keats was growing up and, and uh, his brother Michael and we had the next door neighbors, you know, they either they had like a trampoline or something like that. They want to go and jump and this and that. And so my wife says, like, he can't go there. You know, what if he f- fall, you know, or break his leg or whatever, you know, all those concerns about, you know, how to like, like they're going to sue us or some something, some shit like that, you know. Like in Latvia growing up, you know, we had the ponds, you know, like the, like Phil said, you know, the hell freezes over, you know, when you go and skate and play and nobody ever, you know, even thought about it, you know, like if somebody gets injured or whatever, you know, it's a normal thing, you know, so this is more about the safety here. Over there, people just, you know, just gear up to go and play, you know, without any worry that something's going to happen, you know, so it's kind of like sterile here, you know. Yeah. Kind of like a culture shock thing. Probably. It is. It is absolutely. See, I, I, I know I, I could probably speak for the boys that like uh, I've I've probably asked you, Dad, like a million times. Can we have a rink in the backyard? <laughs> and he'd, every single time you look at me like, Cody, you realize it will never get cold enough. And plus, our our, our backyard's a hill. <laughs> <laughs> so we could just dig it out. It's like. <laughs> Where is your mind, kid? <laughs> You'd be over in the corner or on the boards about, you know, nine out of ten times if you're lucky. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, if we dig it out, there's like probably be at least ten feet up to the actual uh, fence and stuff. But, I mean, uh, yeah, I remember you telling me about how you just could basically just freeze out of your backyard. And I just oh, I always wished, thought that was like the coolest thing. Just to be able to just wake up and go skate out in the backyard yeah, no, I have, like, dream come true, and, like, we're not even old, but, like, like the younger generation, you know, the younger kids now, like, w- they have now, like, these artificial ice rinks you can literally buy. I mean, they're expensive, like a decent one. You'll spend a, f- a few thousand dollars, but, man, you can put those things back together like Legos, man. Seriously. And, and skate during summertime. <laughs> Ah, see, we uh, our generation missed, kids, uh, missed the bucket yeah. in both ways, man. Yeah, you kids will never understand. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's almost like a good like mix of like the ice with those like when because I mainly played roller and stuff like that. So those like the piece by piece boards that you would kind of fit together. Well, that stuff yeah. that you got at like Bladium and stuff. Yeah. Oh but, yeah, you got. Then you got that fake ice, which is oh, yeah. I, I, I well, like I, I kind of wanted to like skate on it oh, just dude. to like to to see and believe it. You know how pissed my mom would get if I did that to the basement. Oh, we're not talking about moms today. We're on the dads. But that's fine. <laughs> my dad wouldn't care. He'd be fine with it. He'd be like, oh, it's all right. Ah, let the kid go. <laughs> let the kid go. But no, that's, I think that kind of is what led to that with how smooth you could glide on the actual, like, yeah. those, what is it? I guess it was like polymer rinks or what, whatever they were made out. Gee, I don't even yeah. know. But they would just snap together and you could have like an, I, like an ice rink and an actual roller hockey rink like within the same building and stuff. <sighs> what a future. What right. a future. 
and all and everybody's worried about coughing on each other we should just be skating on fake ice <laughs> right <laughs> well i tell you you know even like back in the day they used to do these little they used to sell these little uh little rinks you know they're, they're like the little swimming pools oh yeah yeah except they were like you know like maybe eight inches and they, they were all round they didn't you know they, you, but you could put them up in your backyard and fill them up the water and boom you got you know and it's a little tough because it's a lot of them maybe like 10 foot circles in diameter you know you got a little crowded on the ice oh but, you a little know. bit yeah like uh, more than three people you, yeah. might, you might want to keep your head up huh yeah plus <laughs> <laughs> they didn't last through the summer anyway because we doubled them up as like wading pools you know oh yeah yeah riding your bikes in them and jumping in them and stuff so they don't last long Hey. Yeah, but uh, you know they worked well for the th- you know for the one winter anyway. <laughs> as long as they're getting used, especially yeah. keeping that ice in, baby. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Dad. So, what was um, uh, speaking of that? Uh, what was your experience growing up being uh, being a younger kid and living in Latvia and during winter seasons and stuff? I know I know you're telling me stories how you and your friends used to play outside, but uh, it was obviously a little different than Phil's story uh as the equipment and all that type of stuff came what uh how do how did you guys get by and uh play the sport oh well <laughs> like you said you know at that time in latvia we were under the soviets you know and th- there were no like like such a thing you know you, you could buy you could go to the local sports store you know you can buy like one of those wooden sticks and, but that's that was about it, you know. There were no helmets, no nothing, you know. And so people started to be creative, you know. So I got into like since I was the youngest kid on the block, you know. I had all my friends, which were like three, four years older than me, and of course they wanted to score the goals and stuff like that. So they put me in a net, you know? <laughs> and and so I didn't have any protection whatsoever. And the only thing was, I remember one of my friends, Igers, you know, he had these, uh, in the Russian, it's called Valenki, and it's like a, a wool a boot, you know, you wear, you know, you, and uh, that would protect you from the puck, you know. So since I was little at that time, you know, I wore those boots and they were up almost to my, you know, past my knees, you know, so. And so that's how it was. And, and then people started to get creative. You don't have a blocker, you know, like what to do with the blocker, you know. And some guy came up, oh, I got like a, this little sheet of plywood, <laughs> you know, so they would cut it out, you know, tape it, basically duct tape to my arm, you know, my end. And so that's my blocker, you know, as far as the catcher goes, you know, the thickest wool, like gloves you can wear, you know, that's what, that was your catcher, you know, and that's it, pretty much it, you know, so sometimes it was very painful after those games, you know, because you were bruised and um, stuff like that, so. Yeah, so in Europe, you know, back in the day, I mean, now it's gotten better, but back then people just basically had skates. I actually didn't have any skates. I don't even know how to skate real good <laughs> to begin with because, uh, like, we grew up, like, in the city in Ventspils, like, we were on the West Coast by the Baltic Sea, and so the winters were not harsh. And so we got lucky, you know, we got the ice uh, during the winter. So I never even learned how to skate. I learned how to skate later in the day, you know, So, but I'm not good at it. So all the kids, you know, they were on skates and stuff, but as a goalie, I never wore the skates. Just 
my my boots and that's it so basically you guys were just improvising on like everything that you could like just making the best of like what it was just for what you had absolutely absolutely and then uh later i would say i was already like in the middle middle school and they came out uh you could buy the sports shop this goalie mask and it was almost like that jacques plant you know and then and, and ken dryden stuff like that you know like a uh, I think there was actually a movie out, like a scary movie or some shit, you know, where, where oh, you wear yeah, this. Oh, yeah, Friday the 13th. Yes, you know, yes, those. so those kind of masks. And there was no padding on it on inside. So we would, like, have, like, a foam or whatever. We would glue it in. So now it brings it uh, farther away from your face, right? And so which kind of obstructs your view. You know, you can't see where the fuck is at. Yeah. But it was just so cool, you know, to see that, you know. Yeah, like when you watch the World Cup, you know, or World Championships, not the World Cup. And you'll see sometimes, a lot of times, the Swedish goalies wore those masks, you know. It was just so cool, you know. So I got something like that. So I was really proud of it, you know. Nice. And, uh, yep. And then my brother-in-law's brother, one time I remember they, they they made a rink behind their apartment building. And he took a slap shot. You know, from about like I would say like twenty yards away and pretty hard one, and and I wore that mask and he just caught me right in like about like the where the eyebrow is, and it knocked me on my butt. You know, but so I I shook up. You know, it took me about a minute. You know, like what the heck just happened? You know, but it saved my my basically my face. You know. Oh yeah. So and uh, yeah yeah. What about you, Dad? How do you how do you come by like equipment and stuff like that? Well, I told you like your grandma would go buy the cheapest thing for me she could find. Well, yeah, and I a mean, hockey well, stick. <laughs> well, yeah, but you know, I mean, like like when we were like, well, like I say, we always paid on ponds, and uh, we didn't really have equipment. Some kids had skates, some didn't. I remember one year, your grandma bought me figure skates. Oh, those beauties! Yes. Oh, Did yes. they have the pom poms on them? And no. I hope that they were pink because you couldn't tell the difference. Hey, could Ross, you know? you're sitting a little too close to me to be saying <laughs> that. Just remember the haircut, buddy. Oh, I do. I do. <laughs> and the listeners are privy to those. Yes, they, I'm sure they've they heard are. that before. But uh, no. Uh, and the first thing I did was, you know, went out there and. You know those little teeth on the front of them uh, figure skates? Oh, yes. Those things can kill you. <laughs> Remember when I told you about how to fall, cover your head? Oh, yeah. That's how I learned that little trick. Oh, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, those teeth would kill you. So I got smart enough and I grinded them off. Oh, yeah. But they were good for a year, you know. They didn't last. But uh, next year I told, hey, Mom, uh, there's this thing called <laughs> hockey skates. Let's yeah, get some you know. of those instead. Yeah, yeah. Let's get it's uh, you know it's a little easier on the face, you know. Oh yeah. You know, but um, hey, we like I say, we we really didn't have equipment. We didn't, you know, we had our mittens. <laughs> we used as gloves, you know, and it, we, no, we just uh, we had blue jeans on or whatever we were wearing. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't really have equipment, didn't you know, really just just stick it. and skates and something to hit around, you know. Little chunk of wood, you know, you you get the right branch off a tree, and and cut it up. You can use that for a while until it splits open. And... No, and plus, you know, we didn't really have money to do that anyway. And you guys are so lucky growing up. To be honest, to tell you, man, 
I mean, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. We had uh, we just had to make do. We didn't have like stores to go to where you could buy, you know, yeah. even used equipment, you know. Right. And we just kind of used what we had, and you know, made the best. I had fun. We had a lot of fun, man. I never skated on the inside rink until I was 19 years old. That was the first time I ever skated in an inside rink. We didn't That's have ice awesome. rinks like you guys had. One one place uh, over in Dayton that we used to go to, uh, it was an abandoned dairy. And, uh, you know, progress is just kind of growing around it, and the dairy shut down. But every year they'd fill it with water. You remember up in Essence Park, that little parking garage we skated in? Oh, yeah, there was this uh, oh, in, like, no, in not Winter, uh, not Estes Park. In Frazier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frazier, right outside of Winter Park. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah Winter Park. Yeah. About. It was yeah. literally yeah. a parking yeah. lot yeah, that they just road. froze over for, right. like, the winter and stuff like yeah, that. They they did this cow stall like that. I mean, it was, it was, a, it was basically a barn, open-air barn. Had a roof over it, but, you know, it, it was all open air. And every year they would fill it up with water and let it freeze, and we'd skate there. The most indoor part, uh, indoor skating rink. First time I ever had a roof over my head when I skated. Wow. <laughs> you know, so but uh, no, you guys were very fortunate in, in the era that you you were brought up in. Yeah, I agree. You know. And speaking of uh, Phil, you were mentioning you know that you got the figure skates, you know, and stuff yeah. like that. We had a guy who actually played hockey; was a speed skates. Did he really? Oh yeah, yes. yeah, and I you remember know, those blades. You know, they the were big, they long were so blades. much longer. Yeah. And so another dude, you know, they were playing hockey. You know, he tripped and and he actually ended up with his forehead on the tip of the oh, skate. God. You know, and made a little puncture. I remember the blood was. <laughs> gushing out about like a couple feet away from him like you know it was crazy blood all over the place you know but. boy i'd hate to fall the other way <laughs> right i got rather take it in the forehead oh gosh god dang it Phil. <laughs> so dad one question i was going to ask you was um phil mentioned that uh the very first time he had the chance to play in an indoor rink was when he was about 19 years old. Was your first time when Vincibles opened their ice rink, or were you able to play somewhere else before? No. <laughs> or it skate, was, I should say. No, it was always outdoors, you know, and we didn't have a rink in the city when you were you were a kid. When you started to play hockey, that's when the first time I actually went on an indoor ice, you know, to like just to skate around and stuff like that. So we didn't have that luxury. I can't remember what year it was. Was it around like 2002? Two, two thousand? No, 2000 is when the rink opened. Okay, so yeah. and then we got the team uh, 2002? No, the team was in two, the team was before. We were already practicing Okay. okay before that's right, while that's right. they were still constructing the rink. All right, that, that's right. Well, and also, Giannis, I want to just reach out. And how, like, did you get your fix with hockey, with being in Soviet, you know, Russia kind of area, and like being able to watch them on the TV and all of that stuff? Well, <laughs> that's an interesting question. Um, of course, we could watch like the local league play. You know, the, the games during the season they broadcasted every. Dynamo Riga game uh, from the start to the beginning. At that time, they didn't have a playoffs or nothing like that. 
And uh, so, yeah, that was widely available. And then on some of the Russian channels, you could watch all the other games. So <laughs> at that time, I didn't understand Russian or know nothing, you know, so I didn't know what the broadcasters were saying or no, no, nothing like that. So you just watched the games. But for whatever reason, you know, once in a once in a while, you would you would hear something about NHL, you know, and stuff. And we knew at that even at that age, young age, you know, I knew that that hockey supposedly is so much better. And uh, so you start, you know, once you once you have an interest for something, you start to like, you know, look out, you know, what's what. And as we grew. Uh, <laughs> There's a great story about it, how we watched a couple NHL games once in a blue moon. <laughs> so I had a friend. He lived like a couple blocks away from me, and his mom worked at the pharmacy. And uh, so that's where, where people got real creative. You, you may ask, like, what's to do with the pharmacy? So uh, if you people know, what is that, mercury yes, or whatever? what's in the, the thermometer. Yes, it's a great uh, thing, you know, it's like a great conductor, conductor, basically. Yes, yes. Yeah. So what we did, my, my friend's dad, he was real creative. You know, we got this plastic tube and somehow he rigged it. I don't know what happened, how they did it, but we filled this tube. The tube was about, I would say, two, two to three feet long, you know, and then there were wires going up to their uh, second uh, story, uh, story uh, level, you know, in the house. And so basically what we did, they had a big, like a cotton tree in the backyard. And so at that time, in the Soviet times, you were not allowed to watch like any kind of television from, from abroad or no nothing, right. you know. Since, since the Sweden is so close, you know, his dad figured it out. If we fill this tube and we run it up, you know, kind of wind it up on a tree, and it was sticking up at the treetop, you know, about a foot, foot, foot uh, out. And so nobody can see it with the foliage covering everything. And so actually we were able to pick up the Swedish uh, TV channels. And so since we didn't know any kind of broadcast or whatever, you know, when, it's, when the game is going to be broadcast, we just stumbled on it, you know. And usually they showed the games for whatever reason, like if I can remember correctly, like Saturday nights or Friday nights, I can't remember. But uh, that's how we first watched NHL games. And so from that point on, you know, that the, the game was on. You know, and so we would always try to, you know, catch the game and stuff. Yeah, you were on the hunt from no, like absolutely, that point on. Absolutely, you know, and that's how, how, you know, we watched the games, you know. And the first game, if I remember correctly, it was uh, Los Angeles Kings played somebody. And for whatever reason, I remember that Marcel Dion scored like a hat trick or something like that you know so that's we, a wheel of a uh, first game to see like yeah a right, yep. and then and, and after after some time you know they did broadcast around christmas time it was like the soviet teams the usually the first two teams in the championship at that point they would come over here and play nhl teams they would broadcast all of those games. So it was basically like a series of six or something like that. Well, yeah, because they, uh, I mean, the uh, the Soviets would always come over and play like uh, a bunch of a bunch of teams or like the All Star teams and and uh, Team Canada and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they did not play Team Canada. I mean, I'm talking about the club teams. Oh, they did oh, like do the... those what whatever it was called, like the series, you know, where the 
Well, yeah, closer to like 1980s, they would go go and do that when they the 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 club teams came around 84 ish, you know, oh, okay. up. But they did have those series, you know, when the, all the uh, USSR team would come and play Team Canada. Yeah, that, yeah, you know, and it like, was like in 1976, I was too young; I don't remember none of it. Yeah, and I remember they like played the League All Stars, and they yes, just blew them away. Something like that. Yeah. You know? And then, uh, actually, uh, in 19, if I remember correctly, 1989, uh, Dinamo Riga, actually, that one when Arthur Irbe played, uh, when, when he was just rising up, you know, he was a, he actually played for uh, USSR, you know, for, for like a season or so, you know, for the World Cup and stuff. Mm-hmm. But actually, the Latvian team, uh, which were mainly the players were... Latvians, you know, and and uh, we did so great that we ended up in the second place. So we had a chance to come over and play uh, NHL teams, and that was a, such a huge deal here. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and and that's how it got so popular. You know, in Latvia, hockey was always popular, but that just brought it to a next level. And then, unfor- and then, fortunately, you know, the Soviet Union breakup happened. And that's how Archie came and played for San Jose Sharks, and not soon after Sanders joined too. So, and then it, it just took off, you know. And after that, it's all the history. So, Dad, I'm looking at stats here. So, Irbe played in Dinamo Riga from '86 all the way up to '91, uh, and that's when he uh, actually got into with the Sharks from '91, '92. Yep, but. Uh, I just I, I can't remember for whatever reason I think it was a eighty nine when they were in the second place, but anyways regardless and and the thing was like the Soviets when they would uh, send the team over, they actually like uh, their best team was uh, what is that called Atsuka what is that time I don't, I don't even know in English what it would be but that was their main team which was actually Team USSR you know so they claimed that it was amateur team. Which is complete BS. Oh, yeah, totally. They played, they got paid, you know, and all that. That's why they were so unbeatable. And even then they were scared, you know. They usually got a couple other players from the other teams, the top-level teams, you know. So they were just so afraid to lose, you know. And um, to me it was like it's a BS, you know. Yeah. And I actually, you know, kudos to NHL teams, you know, because it's I mean, it was pretty pretty evenly pl- played games, you know, except the one blowout I remember where I think they played uh, Montreal Canadiens and they were blown out six to nothing. You know, Trechuk at that time, that was the, I watched that game, you know. It was just unbeatable. Yeah. The saves he made, you know, I never liked the guy, but uh, the saves he made, it was just amazing. You know? Nice. Uh, so, Dad, uh, I'd, I'd like to ask you uh, – how well, like, kind of just kind of like uh, Giannis. Uh, what what was your like real break into you know like professional hockey? Just like kind of like uh, Giannis. Well, you know, to be honest with you, back in the day, I don't know if you guys probably won't believe this, but TV <laughs> or had maybe like if you had if you got four channels, you were lucky, and on a windy day, you might get five. That's what uh, my yeah, dad on a windy day. Says. No, I'm serious. Yeah. Blowing in from Chicago yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If it's blowing from Detroit, coming down from the lakes, or, you know, you know it all depends. Yeah. You know, but no, no, it was, um, 
you know, it was so different back then, you know, communications and, and TV was just so different. Like Giannis, you know, they used mercury. We used grandma. We would stick <laughs> Mamma just sit, sit in the sit in the corner and just We you would know. stick grandma on the roof with <laughs> the antennas yell out Hey grandma, a little to the right. <laughs> Hopefully you didn't stick her in the rocking chair up there. Well, you know, we you thought know. it was too much trouble to take carry one up there. You know, she might fall asleep. You know, you she know? was pretty spry for her age, to be honest with you. Hey, thank you, Mamma <laughs> Or I should say Burke. <laughs> just just kidding. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah. like, But, what, no, it was, uh, you know, to be honest with you, you know, the Dayton Gems was a team, and uh, they always played on a certain channel, and we, that was one of the channels that we could get. It was the Dayton Channel. I grew up in a little town, you know, just a little east of uh, Dayton. So we got all the Dayton stuff, and we got a little bit of, like I say, when the wind blowed, we got a little bit of the Cincinnati, you know, Cincinnati, you know, telecast and stuff. But, no, it was um, – <clears throat> You would catch, uh, you know what, we we probably got more of the Olympic hockey than we did, you know, just at, uh, NHL hockey. Cause well, that, the, sorry, Cody. Oh, no, just because nationally broadcast. Oh, well, yeah. the, but the thing about it was, you know, hockey was like, you know, the, you know, the ugly sister of the family. Up, yeah. You know, you got football, you got baseball, you got basketball, and you got golf. And hockey was just like maybe, well, because of, you know, when it was played, that was the only thing that really helped hockey because nothing else was really going on besides maybe basketball, right. you know. But uh, you, you really didn't get that much, you know. And when you did, you appreciated it, you know. When did you finally, like, really, you know, kind of start thinking, like, NHL, this is a thing, I'm I'm kind of I'm liking this? <clears throat> well, well, first time I ever saw it, you know. But, but, you know, like I say, you weren't uh, – you, you just couldn't go to another channel and pick up a game. Right. You know, you just had to catch – and, you know, like, you know, we had the TV guide. <laughs> the honest didn't have the TV guide. Just Whatever. like uh, just on was on. <laughs> yeah. Just a little leaf yeah, exactly. that came by. Yeah. Here's uh, channel one, two, and three for the next week. <laughs> Pretty <Right. much. laughs> Or my dad would say that they would tune in on the radio and stuff like that. That's No, yeah, you, the radio would – would be the best route. And he would always say he loved the announcers back in the day. They would just get so lively and animated. And he said that was almost damn near better than watching it on the actual TV. If you yeah, got the actual I kind of dis- kind of disagree with you. Well, well I mean, just to, just for yeah. the point of the way hockey was played back then. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. it was it was freaking brutal, man. You know, I mean, it was just pure brutal. Oh yeah. And if you couldn't visually see that, you know, uh, the greatest announcer on the radio can describe it. But until you see it on that tube and you see how those guys used to play, it was – and I think that was a lot of the reason why they really didn't show it that much, to be honest with you. I I, I mean – Because of the brutality. Yeah. You know, know, it's just – but it it was – once it got in your blood, it just – well, I mean, for it God's sticks. sakes, back then you couldn't even uh, you couldn't even show a toilet bowl on TV. Well, no, I mean, like even the comedies and stuff. If they showed a, a, a husband and a wife in their in a bedroom scene, they made the guy put one foot on one leg on the on on the floor because that's just the way it, that's just the way it was. You know, it was that kind of like puritan kind of thing you know yeah puritanical uh, like yeah yeah you know they had the the, the actor had to put they're when they were in a bed scene he had to have one foot on the floor no trust me they're not doing anything risky no 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 <laughs> sir 
Well, hey, we since we're we're kind of on this topic, uh, Phil, you mentioned just a little bit ago saying that hockey back then was just absolutely brutal. Yeah. Uh, going into that, um, what do you what do you think about you know the hockey that you grew up watching? Mm-hmm. And this goes for the both of you, the hockey that you guys grew up watching to like the hockey now. Now, exactly that we're used to, like for like myself, Cody Ross. Lots of difference. Yeah, like what yeah, you, it's just man, they are the skating. The skating is so superior. These guys, what these guys do now on skates is just phenomenal, and the way they pass, the speed of the game, you know. And, and I can understand getting away from the goonery in a way, in a sense. They're still. I am not against fighting in hockey. I think it's a very needed. Art. Oh yeah. Time and a place, basically. Well, sure, but yeah, but 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 it's a it's a it's a message sent. Yes, as we have always talked about, Phil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, always you're standing up for your guy. You don't mess with my guy. Yeah, Yeah. but I I would just I would just say just just the speed, the speed and the way these guys skate, it's just phenomenal. Well, some of these guys skate like they were like born with skates instead of feet. Oh yeah, well you know, I got our boy Nathan McKinnon. Yeah, he can just go that's full a good example right there. Just like shoot the puck top shelf and just make it every single time where mom keeps the peanut butter. You know. Well, yeah, you know, and the thing about him was when he first got here, and um, his mind couldn't keep up with his skates. No, no. You know, they, he just couldn't. They, they couldn't. Uh, his mind. Had to catch up with his case, which has happened in the last two or three years. Well, and that was like Matty Duchesne when we got him first off. Yeah, like same thing. But but I think with with uh, I think with McKinnon, it was even more obvious. Me and Cody talked about this a lot. He says when, whenever his mind catches up with his skates, he's going to be awesome. Oh yeah, he was like a newborn baby giraffe, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, Dad, what's what's your opinion on this? Well. <laughs> Me and Phil, we were, we were pretty much the same age, you know, we were a couple of years apart or so. I don't know, Giannis. Look at that gray. Look at that gray. <laughs> well, I, I, I look better, though. Yeah, you look much better. You, <laughs> oh, my you, you, you wear it. You, oh, my gosh. Where's that, where's that buzzer? You wear it. You, <laughs> Are we going to play who? Oh, oh, what a shot, boys. <laughs> yep, one nothing Europe. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway. Hey, hey, we're used to that over here. So, so you're saying you age like a fine wine. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely. So anyways, so to, to answer this question is like this, you know. I, w- like I said, I grew up watching whatever game was available. You know, I'm just going to talk about NHL because that's where my passion is, you know, for the most part. And uh, so I grew up as an NHL fan, not a single team fan. Yeah. You know? Only later on, so the, for the Latvians, is like, and I think it was discussed before, like with these Keats, you know, he says like, Latvians do not have that attachment to a single team. Wherever the Latvians play, that's what we root for. Correct. You know? And uh, somehow, and I, again, that was that was uh, we guys talked about it in the previous podcast. You know how we ended up in Denver. You know, and and we were Avs fans. You know back in 1995 you know six when sanders moved here and won the stanley cup so uh, apart from that you know um looking back the way when i grew up you know and watched the hockey games i i i like that style of the game better than it's nowadays 
for what reason first of all like i do like the enforcers i do like the tough guys you know look at the bobby clark you know and he's he's pretty small who can match it Cody well, mcleod well let's you talk know. about the broad street bru- yeah, bullies and, they basically beat their beat the shit out of their opponents oh, and oh yeah, yeah it, you know you, you look way. at those guys you know and then to me it was fascinating you know and now it, and I'll talk like for myself, it's like a two eras, you know, up to the day when we had that full year lockout was at uh, 2004, 2005. Yeah, I really. Skipped. Yeah, I agree. It really and did just kind of like. Yes. Break the and, and when the game came back, it was never the same. Yes, the speed is awesome. You know, you can't match it. You know, uh, I, I think that nowadays uh, kids are the NHL players are more skilled, but. I, at times, I think they don't have that kind of passion, you know, with the guys like Larry Robinson, Bobby Orr, you know, Bobby Clark, Gila Fleur, you know, those guys, you know. I mean, that's gone, in my opinion. You know, look at the old goalies, you know, Ron Hextall, you know, and Cujo and all those guys. I mean, that era is gone to me. So, while I still love hockey, you know, I prefer, you know, like before that lockout, when when we lost the whole season, yeah, that era before I, I I like that time better than what it's nowadays. But like you guys mentioned about Nathan McKinnon, you know that is my number one guy. You know, hands down, you know that uh, that guy has a great future. You know, I, I I do believe he will win the Stanley Cup if not this year, then years to come. You know, they got like Avs got about three years. You know that they will win the Cup, hundred percent. So I got a question, uh, seeing how we're talking about then and now. Um, who do you guys think, uh, which player from back then do you think would still survive in uh, the league today? Yager. <laughs> he's still playing. He's yeah, fucking well, exempt. Come on, Keith. He's, he's exempt. Getting by Yager. He's all come still on, man. Yeah, he's, he's still, still playing, playing, dude. You're Check not getting – no, no. Are you, you, like that's – no, you're not am, getting by with Yager. I am Yager, the Terminator. Man. Just get to the chopper now. Uh, what the, so, who do you guys think that? Uh, I mean, playing back then. I mean, let's let's uh, let's cut it off about like um, late '80s. And are we gonna do with or without injuries? No, they're, they're no. Not. Just it, let's not split hairs here. I mean, just like I mean, just as a and player, any position. Yeah. All of them. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> I disagree. Well, let, let me think. Does Mario Lemieux qualify for it? Uh, Mar- it Mario, Mario actually even played into the aughts, so I think yeah, he's well, kind of he exempt. Like, I, right. I think Mario's uh, gained a few pounds too. I don't know if he can. What was the cutoff? You said. Uh, I'd say like um, I, I'd say like well done before at least the late eighties. Okay, Wayne Gretzky. Hands down. You think Gretz could still Gretzky, survive? Yari Corey, Yari Mark Curry. Messier. What do you think, Dad? You know, you want to go back. I mean, you know, Gretzky's kind of still kind of like modern, you know, modern era. In, in a sense, I'd yeah. say the Rocket. I think the Rocket could play. I. That's actually exactly who I was going to say. Well, you're my son. What but else you Chip off say? the Come old on, fucking please, block please, right please. there, bud. No, no. I mean, seriously. I mean, you know, uh. I think him. I thought for sure the Rocket could play it in, in this era. Incredible speed and grace. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Insane shot. In, yep. Well, and he had that tenacity and grit, too. Yeah. 
I mean, he had enough to. Yeah, well, I mean, at, at this point in the league, you know, where that kind of falls a little bit more by the wayside, I think you would you wouldn't have to worry about that so much. Well, but Bobby Orr, yeah. Bobby Orr, it would be interesting to see how he would line which up. Which actually, right now, we I were think t- he could do it too. Which actually, we were talking about that. How he, uh, how just like uh, when we were talking about defensemen and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah, no, we definitely talked. How about he that. revolutionized the uh, the the position the def- of like the position, yeah, yeah, the offensive but defenseman. Y- position. You know what? It's kind of unfair though to try to you know try to place those guys in a different era you know i mean i mean come on in, in the era they played they were just awesome and everybody yeah. had stepped foot on that Look ice at, it, at that oh, time yeah they Look they deserve to be there but I, you know like you say it's like it's fun to it's fun to ask that question yeah, and, and, yeah, that's and pick somebody out to do that i just i just feel the rocket can play he could play in any era I agree. Uh, what do you think, Kate? I don't know, man. You already bashed me. Oh well, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, like the dude's still playing. You gotta, like, <laughs> oh, uh, nah, Kate, Kate, but he Kate, doesn't play. On. I mean, I another another one I was thinking was Gretzky. Even though I you mean, guys say he's still kind of new. Oh, well, sure he could. I think he could play in that era. Right? But um, <clears throat> I don't know, man. I don't think he would be. Uh, I don't think he would have broke the records that he broke. Or oh, had. probably not. not no. And it, if he if he came out if he came out of juniors right now, and and he and he made you know he was in made the NHL on his team. Right. He would obviously never break the records that he has. He now. wouldn't. And I, I, if we talk about it, I think the Mario would be better fit. I think he would because yeah. he was a bigger dude. Oh yeah. Bigger dude. He had. That that power thing going on, and goalies wouldn't have any chance. No. Terry Savchuk, sorry, yeah. You, yeah. You, you wouldn't well, be. And also, oh, prove me wrong or correct if Mario wasn't uh, uh, going through his hot like all of like the health problems and everything, he would have beaten out Gretzky's scoring record and all of that. I guarantee you, probably, probably like, he was. I mean, just he a, was an amazing player. He was. He was probably the best thing to happen to the Pens, period. Oh, absolutely. Like, Have you and seen, then you got Yager. <laughs> Come yeah. get out of town, That bud. team was, <laughs> yep. Ron Francis, you know, when they joined, you know, oh, and they yeah. all came together, man. Oh, yeah. That team was unbeatable. Oh, yeah. Speaking of goalies, though, I think Hasha could still flop around. I, what do you guys think? No, I agree with you. I, yeah. I think he could, yeah. I think you uh, know, but that you know, you, when you, when you start putting goalies up against forwards and and defensive guys, blue liners, it's like, you know, it's kind of hard to say. Okay, well, a goalie, I think, you know, I don't know. Maybe Salchuk could play in this era. I don't know. You know, who knows? But I mean, uh, goalies are kind of like a whole different animal. Yeah, animals. that's that's a big as, as far as playing goes. You know, we're trying to say, Phil. No. <laughs> I think you. I think you know exactly what he's trying to say. You weird motherfucker. Yeah, Keith, you can, <laughs> Keith, you can still play in this era. I know you. Hey, can. well, no. My dad was playing with Mercury when he was young. Oh, so I know. So, so that, so that kind of shows in the. Hey, in the, hey who knows? That no might be the uh, goalie. That yeah, yeah, the, now uh, we know. Now that explains everything. Who knows? That might be the uh, the hidden the the hidden gem. You know, like the, yeah. Uh, Hey, that might golden. be what straightened you out, man. Oh, right. <laughs> that was the diamond in the rough. Oh, yes. No, I, I, I really like those answers. I mean, obviously, you can't get too crazy about it. Obviously, it'll never happen. It's just kind of so fun let to me, talk So let about. me ask you this, Cody. Like, we kind of skipped that trivia from you. you know? Oh, I, I, yeah, I, I got true. a trivia for you guys. Oh, let's get it on, so, buddy. God. Oh, You know the Keats name? Keats, obviously, you know. 
uh, I knew his name when I was 14 years old. You know, what is, if I ever real, have a son. Real quick, you, you didn't explain. So Keats yeah. in Latvian is it's like Keith. Keith. Yeah. 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 Okay. Just yeah. So back when I was like 14 years old uh, and I thought to myself, if I ever have a son, I'm going to name him Keith. So it is related to cocky. I'm, I'm going to give you a hint. Okay. It's something to do with Edmonton Oilers. But you got to have to dig deep. All right. Um, Who he was named after, that's the question, I, I guess. I think... Uh, but you got to have to think. All right. Uh, well, let's give a let's give a TikTok. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the uh, the the Jeopardy thing, and I think we're gonna go. Uh, I have nothing. Anybody? The only person that I know. The, is during the um, what what era? I mean, it's you're talking you, about 1986. So you're talking you're like talking that. like premium it's some, premium it's uh, something to do oilers. with uh, Edmonton Oilers like we're talking Stanley Cup Oilers yes oh yeah when they okay. went what four in a row or something oh yeah, that was there's, the there's, there's something to do with that team with a certain player but then you got kind of have to dig it a little bit deeper all right here we go chime in if you guys got the answer if you don't have it I'm gonna give you another hint the only person that I know. All right, know. at 15 seconds, we've got the clock set. 15. We'll give. We'll get another hint. Could you repeat the question? <laughs> <laughs> Who was Keats named after? <laughs> it's a. That was a staller. Yeah. To be honest, that was, that okay, was a staller on my part. No. No. Okay, Phil doesn't. All know. right, you're gonna have to give us <laughs> one more. That's think, that's broad. Now, now think Wayne Gretzky. Oh, Keith Gretzky. There you go. No, his brother. Yep. He's really? his middle yeah. brother, Keith Gretzky. God. The Keith only Brent person Wayne. that I know is named Keith is my dad. I'm like <laughs> from God to my ears from my mouth. Like, there, you know, yeah. there you go. Yeah, and, Keith, yeah Keith, Brent, and Wayne. Yep. And, and and that's how it went. You know, uh, I read somewhere that he has two more brothers, uh, Keith and Brett. And uh, in yeah. the article, I don't know if it was true or not, but as a prospect, Keats was rated higher than Wayne was. And the Brett was coming up, and in reality, Keats never made NHL. Brett made and played for Tampa Bay for a couple games. Well, didn't Keats, uh, he wanted to go and do something else, didn't he? He did play hockey, you know, and then and he was like in the Canadian juniors or whatever. I, I don't know exactly what it was, but, I mean, he's NHL dreaming all those predictions. What I read, like I said, you know, back in the day in the Soviet times, they put out a lot of fake, you know, news. <laughs> and they even oh, said, wow. like, for Wayne Gretzky, you know, why he wore uh, number 99 is because he had a contract till 1999, so which is not true. Yeah. Oh. That's not why Gretzky wore uh, 99. So. so Keats is named after, after Wayne Gretzky's Keith Gretzky. Brother. Yes. 100%. That's pretty awesome, man. That's yep. nuts. I'm kind of curious. Uh, why his brother? I just just because it. of what the, you heard that he was yes, that he's possible gonna be doing? even better yeah. than Gretzky. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yep. And uh, so I was like, if I have a son, you know, that guy's gonna beat Wayne, so he's gonna be Keith. You know? No kidding. That's S- cool, man. So uh, what a disappointment that ended up being. <laughs> <laughs> now look at his son. The travel no, no. <laughs> 
Uh, so really hey, uh, so uh, if bad, if Keats you know, is the right. uh, Latvian equivalent of equipment, equivalent, yeah, there, there you go, boy. <laughs> the uh, Latvian equivalent of uh, Keith, what would Wayne be? I don't know. <laughs> Waits. Oh no, it would be Wayne. Still Wayne. Oh, Waits. What, what, what? oh, with an S at the end. Yep, yeah, because a lot of veins. like traditional Latvian. Would, names was, yeah, you would yeah, say Waits. in Latvian you'd say veins. Veins. And it almost yeah. sounds like mains. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So um, we got the uh, we got the old time hockey versus the new time hockey here. Um, uh, it's pretty obvious that you guys uh, rose. Uh, Rose, no, uh, raised hockey kids. Um, yeah, we damn all, it. <laughs> <laughs> at least for your wallet, eh? <laughs> um, I do want to ask you guys. Um, obviously, you guys were hockey dads. Uh, what are you? What's your most favorite part about being a hockey dad? And what's your least favorite part about being a hockey dad? Either Phil, one. You. Oh, right. thanks, Giannis. Oh, yeah, you just <laughs> hanging them out to dry. Yeah, throw me out there, baby. You won the face-off. <laughs> okay, uh, so my, my least favorite part? Your least favorite part and your most favorite part about being a hockey Okay, guy. this is going to really piss you off when I tell you, you know. I mean. Is that we, you. We've spent 30 years together. I mean, let's go. Yeah, let's. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. The the part that, that really. uh I thought that you could go further than you did. And and I'll, and I'll be honest with you, when you were like coming up in midgets and you know, you 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 loved hockey, don't get me wrong, but you didn't I and this is just a dad's perspective. You didn't That's what put, I want. Yeah, you didn't put want. out the effort I thought that you had in you. Oh, I heard and, it. And it oh yes you did hear. It. You heard it a lot. <laughs> and and you were that kind of kid that just like the bucks of system anyways kind of like me when i was younger and that even made me more mad <laughs> because you were like me and i thought god why did he gotta be like me uh, but anyhow that was the least part i like because i know you could have played college hockey somewhere i know you could have but the thing of it is your maturity didn't come till it was almost too late yeah and and your last couple of years of you playing you your skating was just got so much freaking better. I mean, I I was starting to I you were impressing me on how how you were skating, you know. And I just thought, man, my gosh, he. I feel that you wasted the talent you had in you that you didn't realize till you were older. You yeah, know? and that's that's the worst part of it. That's the part that I regret the you know the most. Okay. And I was a late bloomer too. I didn't figure out what I was gonna do till really late in life. And I said, Gosh dang it, he's doing the same stupid thing I am. Oh. You know, but you had the chance and, and the talent to, you know, make make that good, but you know, unfortunately it didn't happen. But you know, that that was that was the thing I, I really regret. Okay. And because so I, I think uh, you could have done a lot more than you did. Well, thank you. <laughs> I think I'm, I actually like that a little bit more than like the most positive thing. Oh, the most positive thing about yeah. hockey was what you learned from it, and that you learned to love the game. I mean, you love the game, and and that's the most important part. That's uh, loving the game is 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 the most important part of hockey, to me. 
You no, know, I, I mean, there's people that never played. <laughs> I didn't play in an organized hockey league, you know, but I love hockey. And, and it just kind of like gets into your blood and, and you just, it's just, it's just the most, to me, the most perfect sport, you know. And uh, I think that was the most positive thing. Yeah. As you come out being a just a full-fledged hockey loving guy, you know, and 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 as the way you're going now, your your life is probably going to end up somewhere like that, you know, somewhere in the realm of hockey, you know. Yeah, I dig that. I'll and, take that too. But no, I mean that to me, that's it, you know. There you go. All right, Giannis, what do you got, buddy? All righty. Uh, well, let's start with the thing what I hated the most, and I really did hate that part. <laughs> so I got two kids. I got Keats and I got Michael. Michael is two years younger, and uh, those early morning practices, <laughs> I mean, come on already, you know, it's uh, <laughs> five o'clock, you know, and uh, week after week after week, you know, and there were times, you know, when one had a practice at Highland Hills, you know, the other one. Two hours later, I had a game in Fort Collins or whatever, and it was just nonstop, you know, and then uh, Keats made the travel team, and it got even worse. <laughs> and, 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 and so it was just like I was living at the rink. <laughs> and, a lot and, of the times when we had those 5 a.m.s, I didn't see you taking us there. Well, no. Who was, was hey, 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 who was that? Who we, was that? I want to know who that was. We alternated. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was later on, you know. It was a time when me and my <laughs> wife would go with the kids, you know, we would watch the practice and all that. And at the beginning, it was all fun. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, like, when we were in Latvia, we lived so close to the ice rink when he could just walk, and I would be so lazy, I wouldn't even get out of the bed. <laughs> he would just grab his, his bag, walk across the street, and, and he literally lived in the ice rink. <laughs> That's literally what it was, man. I could see the ice rink from my bedroom window. Oh, God, what a dream. across the street. What yeah. a dream. Yeah, and, and uh, bear in mind, you know, they, they, they practiced like a professionals, you know. They had practices every day, I think, if there was one day off during the week, that was that was you know it. But then there were like road games, and we would travel you know like three four hour bus rides you know from from city to city. But anyway, so yeah, basically, uh, after so many years doing these early morning practices and with the work I did, the construction at the time you know worked out in the field, I was just so worn out that I didn't have my my private time you know my personal time. I was just worn out when. To be honest, I started to hate hockey, you know, so I dropped out completely. I didn't watch any games for about two to three years, you know. I knew I kind of kept my eye on what's going on, and I would watch the games only during the playoff time. Right. And plus at that time, I sucked, you know. <laughs> and uh, so when the Avs oh, were out, yeah. you know, I would kind of keep an eye on Penguins and Canadians, but that was it. You know, and then only like like I took a break, you know, and now I'm, I'm back and watching the games and following the game again. But that was the, the, the thing, you know, it just got so intense. Right. And it was too much. It was, it was just too much. With one kid, probably would have been different. But with two of them, sometimes, you know, your, your, your weekends were spent at the ice rink. Some people liked it, loved it, you know, it was too much for me, you know, so... Well, yeah, most of those uh, most of those parents were the ones that were, uh, you know, calling. Oh, where's, where's the, where's the, where's the, where's the review? 
that was over the fucking line. Right. You know, right. like kind of stuff dance, like that. But like uh, hockey dance. And what I love the most, you know, and and, and I'll cherish that to, 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 to the day I die. You know, um, they actually how Keats got into the hockey. You know, it, it was not me who signed him up for a hockey. You know, he one night I came home from work, you know, and he said, Dad, Dad, I saw this uh, stuff, you know, in my school, you know, they're they're assembling the team, you know. And I want to go and play, you know. And I was like, oh, bo oh boy, you know. Here that, we go. That, that's cool, you know. So, yeah, we got our stuff together. We went over, signed up for it, you know, and, and, and stuff like that. And just to see him growing as a player, you know, he didn't know how to skate or know nothing. He was falling down every few steps he took, you know. But once he got that grip, you know, and especially after that, that horrific game he had the first one, basically against the all-star team and seeing him not to give up on the game you know that made me very proud you know and uh, uh during like the summertime they had the summer camps you know we'd go to the beach you know and they would have to run like a pretty hot day you know and they would have to run about what it was like a couple kilometers a couple miles one way and back and seeing him always doing his best and almost at all times he was one of the either the first one or the second one to come back, you know, just how much effort he put in. And uh, at that time in Latvia, we had a book about Artur Zirbe, and I read it to him, and we watched, there was actually a movie, and the work ethic uh, Archie put in, he, uh, I assume that's a question to him, but he, in my opinion, he learned from him. And so he wanted to be like him, how he came out, you know, of course he's not in NHL, but... Uh, it got him off the streets, you know. He never got in drugs or no nothing. All it was was hockey, you know. School is over to the rink, you know. He would be with the guys, you know. And, and that just, just makes me incredibly proud, uh, Dad, you know. And uh, when we came over here, you know, I mean, uh, he, he, he did his best what he could, you know. He did play for the travel team, you know, for a little bit. And then, I mean... The age came 17, 18, or whatever it was. The girls took over, or whatever it was. You know, he basically decided to take a break, you know, and which was fine, you know. And I and I was actually kind of glad because, and it's selfish to me, you know, because I got out of it too, you know, because I was fed up with it. And but he took his break, and then again, you know, one day he said that, you know, I'm 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 coming back, you know, I'm gonna play the beer league, whatever it is, I want to play hockey again. That's what uh, that's what happened with me and my dad too, actually, like. Uh you know, I took that uh, took that kind of long break, like from seventeen to nineteen, and then yeah, no, no, like I said, not everybody's NHL player, you know. Like we did watch Jacob Slavin growing up here; he played yeah. Michael's team, you know? yeah. And you could see that kid lived at the rink, and the parents, you know, and he had a sister too, I believe, and she didn't she make to the Team USA. National I do believe she I, did I, I actually. Did yeah. Yeah, and I don't know about I think he got another brother too. But Jacob, you know, when he played, I mean, he was a what what is that called? The first not the midgets, what the one below. Peewees? Peewees. Oh yeah. Yeah, you Bantams. could see that guy, you know, he Oh no, yeah, Bantam. Yeah, or Bantam, yes. He would play a D position defense, you know. He could light up that puck, you know like a wrist shot, you know, right top shelf, you know. Yeah. You could see he didn't even play a full power, you know. You could you could tell. He would just skate around, and whenever the team was down, you know, he'd just go horse, score his goal, you know. 
that's it, done, you know. You could see that guy was a talent. Yeah. You know, so. But, yeah, I'm proud of him, incredibly proud, and uh, I love to watch him. That, I love it. Absolutely love it. I mean, uh, I think the fact that, uh, I mean, even that we're still playing now has a lot to do with you guys. I mean, just Well, you know, yeah, and another thing is you failed on Mansion is the uh, – Friendships that that you get from that. Absolutely. Why I mean, do you? Yeah. Why do you? They think wouldn't we're be sitting, sitting here. here right now. Right. 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 Like all you three of Keats, us. Man. You and like, Keats. Like. Uh, well, Ross too. Ross I mean, too. But I mean, that, that's hockey it. has brought you guys together and and a really good lifetime friendship. And I you know. I think I can speak for all three of us that like well I, it's pretty clear that hockey is the reason why we're all here right now. Well, obviously, yeah, yeah. yeah that's probably the most. You know, and it's he- and it's held you guys together. You know, for real. It's like Giannis, you know, telling me about all those early morning. <laughs> right. I remember Phil <laughs> meeting you five in the morning, <laughs> and I was like, man, yeah. this is the best place to be. And now it hurts. You know, <laughs> couple oh, man, beers I, on Friday night, and yeah. now I gotta be up. You know, yeah. and the kid. I've got an eight-hour shift to work, and I don't even have to wake up early for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, even like during school, you guys had to be at the rink at five o'clock. That's the time you had to practice. You know, yeah. well, I, would, I would not want it. You know, like if I would have to redo again, I would do it again. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, no yeah. doubt in my mind. Yeah, they're, they're, you know what? That 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 was not the thing that bothered me. You know, I I thought that was more of a dedication thing, and if they were going to be dedicated, I had to be dedicated to get them there. Right, and I don't you know. know I don't know what got me to a point where I got so fed up. <laughs> Keats played more competitive hockey. Michael was just in there for fun. Uh-huh. And for whatever reason, you know, Michael had, he like won more tournaments, you know, and stuff like that. Keats never, he was always on a losing team, you know. Yeah. And he just bugged the living crap out of him. <laughs> oh, shots you know, and, fired. And, and, and it wasn't, wasn't because of him. Shots you know? It was no. just like the weak-ass weak, yeah. weak ass teams, you yeah. know. Yeah. And you couldn't do nothing about it. Right, right. You know? And then uh, I remember the game when he pulled the first shutout of his career here in the United States, and we played in Nevada. I think there was two to nothing or something like that. And and, and, and them guys, you know, they could never beat that team, you know. And for whatever reason, he just stood on his head, you know, yeah. and pulled it out. And yeah. the game was in Nevada. I mean, I was just so, so proud of him, you know. Yeah. And uh, oh, I was I like, finally, you know, finally yeah. you got, you know, what you deserve. Right, what you worked for. Yes. You and, know, uh, and it's. But, it's, but it's, yeah. It, it just the the way it is. I mean, he has a lot more success now playing than in at his younger age. You know, it's just like <clears throat> unfortunate he started too late. You know, like uh, I mean, he didn't start too late. Uh, oh, way for late. His age. No, no, not, way not, late. Not 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 that. Too. It, it, it's okay. You know, but the, no, the thing too, was actually. in Latvia. You know, like those kids, they were thrown in the same league. You know. And there was no like, uh, you know, there wasn't levels. Yeah, based on age separation or, or anything whatever. Like that. There, well, well there mean, was so how they, at, how to did, some point how they did it was that there was there was age separation, but it's like you know it was by like oh man like like your U tens U twelves like and that's oh, it yeah. and then there was no levels like you just like a. You know, ankle benders, you know. Yeah, there was no such thing as, like, in-house travel. Yeah, your yeah. travel. If that, you that's made all it. freaking AAA, you know, right there, you know. Like, that that team 
actually what was that uh, metalworks you know they w they went to, to canada and they won the gretzky cup you know for the youth teams yeah like, oh they're, yeah they're like back to back you know like they were unbeatable you know like worldwide and that that's what sucks about latvian hockey that they pump out of those kids at a young age they train like a professionals right and they're brought up like that so not many of them make out to nhl because they're burnt out you know they're like by age 16 17 they're done oh yeah and and only the few survive and actually the ones who make to nhl like Gergensons, you know and um what's Leakins. Leakins, you know teddy bluger and and, and those Baldish. guys they never went through that at a young age they played in latvian league for a little bit and they went abroad. Yeah. They played somewhere in Europe, like Merzlikens played a lot of time in Switzerland. I think that's the, where, where his majority of time went. And I think you know? uh, Christoph's Boulders, he played in, like, the uh, Swedish League for a bit. Which one? Christoph's Boulders. He just got uh, he just got drafted to Ottawa. Oh, shit, I don't even know. My but bad. I think he was playing yeah. in the uh, Swedish League for a bit, too. But that's a that's a new Latvian guy. Well, yeah, like holy like, shit! I know about a Latvian player that you guys don't. They're Whoa. taking over. They're taking and, over. And, 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 and there there <laughs> Slowly, it goes. Right? You know, like uh, <laughs> like back in the day, who made out? You know, that there's only several players. You know, there Arthur's made out of it. Arthur Zirbe, Sandy Zwozolinj made out of it. Uh, Peter Skudra. You know, he was not that great of a goalie, but still, he made NHL. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. And then uh, unfortunately, Sergei Joltak. You know, it was a Latvian player who um, actually passed away, you know, because of the heart failure or whatever happened. Right. And he played for Canadians. I mean, and obviously, scratched in. Carlos. Yes, those are those old school players who went through that, all that windmill, you know. Yeah. And so the country is small, you know, but we still can produce, you know, players. But uh, And those are pretty, pretty darn good players, you know. Yeah. But these nowadays you know it's a, it's a change it's it's different you know of course and a lot of players go like i said i didn't say that but one of my friends from latvia called me a week ago and they're sending his neighbor is sending his kid to new hampshire or to go to school or whatever he's 14 years old yeah and uh, he plays for uh, u14 in latvia you know and uh, he had an offer from that new hampshire uh school or go to sweden you know and so they don't want to stay in the local league I'd really know, because go to it's like they see like either he's gonna get burned out they want you like to go to some other place with a better structure right and stuff so they're banking on that team here in the united states oh, so we'll wow. see what it's gonna come out of you know and but but yeah that's how you advance nowadays uh, it's yeah. brutal brutal one thing that i do know now you know now that i'm older and um you know when you're younger you don't pay attention to those things but now i do over there it's like when you when you go into it and, and it doesn't even have to be hockey it could be other sports too they're like when once you like sign up to whatever sport you decide to approach and get better at um they work to like you're gonna like since like day one you're we're gonna you know you're gonna be a pro exactly well, As I mean, a, uh, compared to here, more, you know, and it's, I'm not, again, not trying to bash or anything here. It's more, let's have fun. Well, you and look like, at kids playing it, NFL, trying to, like, playing football in Texas. Uh, nah, yeah, I got to disagree with that, Keats, man. Because I coached, you know, I coached hockey and I coached softball. And 
parents have unrealistic views on what their kids can do and what they can't do. Oh, well, do. that's always no, that, a given. That, that's parents, but, but as but far no, no, as but the, the approach of coaching. The organization you know, and the approach the organization of coaching itself. is mainly what I'm talking about. Oh, they're not, football, they're not as Well, yeah, but, but so you're saying over there that coaches are more – Prone to telling these kids that they're one hundred percent because most of our coaches were ex professionals. Yeah, as opposed to here, you have. Well, I see that. Know. I see that in the hockey ranks, but I mean, if you want to look at like uh, like pee wee football and stuff, it's hardcore. I mean, especially down in like oh, yeah. Texas yeah. groups, like they are. Uh, they these, are cutthroat. They're and like, these coaches, coaches, that's the way they coach. Yeah, you know. and, that, and that might be, and, and maybe another thing is it might be just because, um, you know, all I know is Colorado, right? You know, because we. Oh, you go back east, or you go down south, and with it's, football? it's it's. I believe it's oh. also because of those levels. You know, since in Latvia there were no levels. You know, everybody were thrown into one pot. You know, yeah. the strongest survived. So yeah, here you know, if you play an in house, you know, it's more like recreational. You know, and plus the yeah. volume, yeah. the volume of kids. Oh yeah. Ver, you know, in Latvia versus in, oh, in America. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the volume. We got just, less people than in whole Denver yeah, Metro. Yeah, you know, there, there, yeah. You know, there's no. Uh, but I mean, no comparison to the volume of people. But not. yeah, especially now that how how crazy football has gotten. Yeah. You, I mean, uh, I'll tell you right now, and I'll, I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. Uh, if you watch that, uh, like docu series Friday Night Tykes. You've got you've got like eight year olds kid, kids playing uh, football and these and these coaches are running them like they're uh, all star pros. Right, and it I, is cutthroat and and it gets bad, man. Right, and I don't think it's right. I think that the approach is right here. You know, let them figure out what they want to be. You know, see where the talent is. Then if you make advance to the A and double A's, you know, and you're really good, yeah. you know, go to triple A's, you know, and by the A or triple A, triple A's, I don't even know when it starts. You know, what's the age for triple A's? Is that an age cut? Peewees. Peewees. Oh, yeah. Really. Oh, yeah. When yeah. Uh, hitting really starts. Okay, yeah. so you're still pretty young. Yeah. But, but I mean, that's like, then, then I can understand, you know, those people have like, those kids have more potential. Over there, yeah. he didn't like. We had this uh, defense guy, like next door neighbor. He was a little chubby guy, you know. He had a good slap shot, but that that was about it, you know. He was a poor D, you know. Yeah. And um, but that's all we got. And like those kids, when the team was assembled, you know, half of them didn't know how to skate before the freaking ice rink was built, you know. Yeah. So they, how 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 many days you guys had before the first game? I can't remember. Was that like a couple weeks? It was very short, but I guess. Um like my gear arrived like a week prior to our first game. Right, um, and there you go, you know, like and, and then you get put against, you know, those kind of teams who played already together for five years and they would be at the PVH, you know, and they're triple A's. You put yeah. against the in house team, you know, who doesn't know how to skate. Yeah. That's where that, that result came from. But with know. Keith's point about, you know, coaches you know, or or just have fun. Yeah, that's 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 Pretty, pretty much the mantra on certain levels. But like you were saying, you know, in Lothia, everybody got bunched into one bunch. See, we have just so many freaking levels. And, and I mean, you start at eight years old, and if you're at a certain level, it's not so much about having fun. It's about, you know. Right, and, and, and getting then it just, done. just feel bear right. in mind, you know, when he came over here, he was, what, like 13 years old? 
he didn't know any better. So for him was, and even for me watching as a dad, you know, and I actually remember how I got in with my wife, you know, I was like, those kids don't appreciate, you know, like they don't practice hard, you know, because yeah. I used to watch him, you know. He had a professional goalie trainer, you know, who would work with him every game, you know. When we got here, and it's like, a, man, we saw we're going to get to the States, you know, and this is going to be shit, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. And it was a huge step back, you know, and, and that's why he, like the first games, he was a, Definitely five classes above all those players, without a doubt, you know. Yeah. But he had that setback, you know, like he, he got confused. It's like, what the shit is going on, you know? Yeah. I can catch those hard shots when they happen, but I'm letting in those softies. Yeah. And I got frustrated with that, you know, too. And I was like, you can do so much better. And it took him a while, you know. And unfortunately, it, it got to a point when he got older, you know, when he got in a travel team. I could see that this could now, you know, go in the right direction. Right, right. But then he pulled himself out pretty much, you know. He was done with that. Well, know? yeah, you know, you get and burned so, out. Yeah. That's the thing about it is, you know, they start so young, you know. And, and my daughter, she played, uh, well, she played college softball, you know. And, and to be honest with you, after all her summer leagues that she played since she was, what, 10? You know, I was really surprised that she even considered playing softball in college. Right. She was so burned out. She That's was right. truly burned. I mean, and Cody knows this. I mean, we, we spent like summer. M there was never a month of the year that my daughter didn't have a softball in her hand. She was a pitcher. So she was either at practice or she was at the pitching coach. And uh, I can see how you get how kids get burned out they just oh yeah absolutely. they get to that certain point it's like man i, I wasn't even a kid anymore right right you it know and same way with cody's hockey it's the same way with, same way with cody's <laughs> hockey well how what kind of you didn't have that many breaks you know i, I mean, mean but but it was something i think maybe you loved hockey more than kaylee loved softball oh yeah you know by far Oh, yeah. I think Kaylee was doing it. Well, she got a scholarship out of it, but it was more, I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain how it was. I think you had to push her more to play than I, than you had to push no, me to play. No. Come on. I had to push you, man. Well, I mean, just to play, though. <laughs> I had to push you to do anything. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Take out the trash. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> no, th see, that's what frustrated me about you. No, I know you, you love playing hockey. There was no doubt about that. I have no question in my mind. But sometimes your commitment wasn't, you know, wasn't there. And, and that's what made me that – because you had the talent. Yeah. You know. That's the one thing I never had to tell Keats, you know. Like, like that kid, you know, when he grew up, like I said, he was the one who signed himself up. You know, I was just like on a bandwagon. I was like, all right, right on, you know, because yeah, yeah. that's kind of what I wanted, you yeah. know. I wanted him to, to play hockey, you know, but – you know, when he was a little, little, you know, there were even no talk about building the ice rink in the city and stuff like yeah. that, you know. And uh, him, you know, he, I, I, I never had to tell him, hey, you know, you've got to go to the practice. You're going to skip it. You're going to be late. You know, that was his first priority, you know. Yeah. And obviously I was a bad dad because when he went to school, you know, I said, screw it. You know, if you can, you know, the, the, the homework and stuff like that, if you can pass it, that's fine, you know. But yeah. you go do your hockey, you know. Because I, I could see he loved it, you know. Yeah. 
until now, you know. I mean, uh, like, I don't have to encourage him to do stuff, you know. When he when he restarted all this deal, you know, that was his idea, you know. I never asked him why you don't play hockey, you know, no more. I was like, all right, if he chose not to play, then that's fine with me, you know. As long as you're not doing some dumb shit, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good with it. <laughs> it was different yeah. back then, too, though, because uh, I'm not going to I, 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 I'm not going to say it would have been the same way if, uh, say, uh, we would have lived here. Uh, there wasn't really anything else to do. You go freaking throw rocks at your neighbor's windows uh, or you go play hockey. I mean, there were there wasn't much to do. So, yeah, I'm going to go play hockey. Yeah. Uh, but. To follow up with that, I, 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 I'll, I'll be the first one to admit, I, when I got older, moving here, I got extra burnt out. And that's when I quit. I got really, really burnt out. Cause I, I had a like feeling. There was, uh, between, you know, Monday through Friday practices, games on weekends, and it's just on and on and on. And yeah. um, I'm not going to lie, the older you got, you got introduced with – Shitty vodka women. and uh, girls, your, your parents, girls, and your in <laughs> your parents' liquor stash, and it kind of went downhill from there. Um, but yeah, hey, uh, but man, we could we could talk about this for hours. Man. Oh, I mean, looks like just, it looks like it's gone that way. Eh? Um, um, that was uh, that was beautiful. Thank you guys so much for coming on, and thank you guys for being our dads. Thank no, you. definitely. Thank you, you know, for not I wearing re- a condom. I'd be ready to kill you when you told me that. But <laughs> Hey, Dad, guess what? <laughs> One thing. But no, man, I, I enjoyed it. I really did. I enjoyed it. See, uh, yeah, yeah. See, as long as, yeah, as long as you enjoyed it. Yeah, I did. I, I truly enjoyed it. Before we finish, uh, finish up this episode, I actually had a question for uh, you, Cody, and Ross. Uh, this is one of, my, one of my sort of favorite memories. Uh, can you guys recall the very first game your parents took you? I, like your very first hockey game that you watched yeah my dad and i we went to vancouver canucks at uh university avalanche at the old mcnichols arena the avs won six to four and i remember walking out that game and like this is this is something pretty cool man i gotta go see the avs game with my dad and we won and this is like i remember walking down the uh old mcnichols steps saying this is pretty cool, man. I got to remember this. Um, well, mine would have to be in 1994 to 95 when we had the Denver Grizzlies. That was the first game that my dad ever took me to. Um, I mean, we watched the Anaheim Mighty Ducks because I'm from, well, Placentia, but uh, <laughs> not Placentia. Not placentia, my bad. Placentia, but not placenta. Placentia, not placenta. No, everybody always just gets that confused. But um, no, he bought me my first Ducks hat that got me into hockey. But my actual like first live game that got me hooked was not only just watching the game, but just seeing how it progressed compared to on TV when I was watching Paul Korea and all those guys back in the day. So. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah. You're you guys fortunate. I think our first game or whatever was when what your goalie coach played for Kandava. They played. Uh, Holy shit! You uh, were drunk when you took me to my first <laughs> hockey game. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that the game though? Hell no. <laughs> Which one was that then? 
My very first hockey game was in Riga in a hockey rink named Sportapils, which doesn't exist anymore. It got torn down. No, it was actually national team. It was Team oh, Latvia shit. against the Belarus. Belarus. God dang it! That's never... the game where Sanders played and got kicked out, right? Yeah, Sanders got in a fight. Oh shoot! Uh, that was my very first. We sat in nosebleeds, and man, I got exposed to so many bad words. I will never <laughs> forget. The beer was flying over our heads. You know, we it lost the in, game, but it was bad. It was insane. I remember people saying Belarusi Piderashi. Did you guys? Uh, uh do crazy. tell. You're not gonna uh, say we, it we, we on air and not say it. Closest translation. Closest translation. Yeah. Belarusians are f. Oh, just say it, but I've said fuck so many times. Oh, this is not a fuck. It's Uh, it's worse. It's it's worse. Oh, they're basically calling uh, homosexual. They're calling homosexuals. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) hey, y'all. Very rude way. Well, those uh, those were different times, and I don't remember what year it was. Well, we're not gonna go. We're not. Hey, hey, I want to ask you. I know Ross Dad couldn't make it, but I want to ask you two. Where did me and Giannis screw up? Right. Oh, buddy. Oh, come on, boys. We did somewhere. You yes, know, we did. Perfect, you know? <laughs> come All on. Is. You guys put us on the spot tonight. I don't want to know. Now back to you guys. As, yeah, as being, as being hockey dads. Yes. Where did we screw up at? Oh, my, my, my. Or the did we screw up? Um, you want to take this one or you want me to go first? Uh, up to you, man. Oh, I, come I can, on. I can answer it. Come on. I'll be pretty straightforward. Spit it out. Go rock, first. paper, scissors. Yeah, honesty. Yeah, come no on. rock, paper, we, scissors. We're big boys. We can take That's it. Unfair, I already know where. Um, <laughs> or whatever the fuck this is. Yeah, the rock, Cody. I think, Fair enough. I think one thing that I could say is, um, uh, I'm not even since day one, but once, 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 you know, the whole Latvian leagues got a little more serious and we actually had an assembled team and, and things are finally starting going the wrong, the, the wrong, the right way. Um, I, I, I think my dad was a bit too, my dad was one of those dads at the beginning. <laughs> if you guys know what I mean. The ones that we were making fun of. Yeah, those. <laughs> uh, you know, just being super strict, not even strict, but like hard. I mean, God forbid I had a, you know, bad game. I'd hear about it for like three days afterwards. And <laughs> and I'd almost like I would almost get grounded because I had a shitty game, uh, which uh, kind of, I think, had a lot to do with, with me burning out in the end. It's like, fuck this. I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, but I don't know. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Uh, well, let's put it this way. Oh, I can't uh, wait for this one. My dad was a uh, positional, uh, positional father. He uh, when he he always had a spot where he like while he was enjoying the game he'd sit he would stand at one point, and then as soon as I started uh, fucking up or just looking bad, I could see him at a completely different spot, <laughs> and that's a that's as soon as I saw him in that one spot I always knew I was playing like really bad so that kind of like really messed with my uh psyche while i was playing because as soon as i saw him in that one spot i knew he was pissed off about something <laughs> that i did 
So I just started thinking about that the entire game. And uh, I guess uh, yeah, and a little bit like uh, like you, like after the game, he just he he just loved. Well, I don't know if he loved it, but uh, he just he just couldn't bear not telling me what all the things I didn't do right after the game or the practice. Yeah, after you already like, you know, shut down and you've already had the worst game of your life. Yeah. And Last thing you for like it's that like, oh, damn it, my hour dad's... ride home from like Fort Collins or whatever. My dad's in the corner again. <laughs> I fucked up somehow. <laughs> Shit, yeah. what I do? Oh, and then I just like start no, thinking so, about it. Well, Same. the bad thing about it with Cody is because I coached like what last two years. Yeah, or... well, oh yeah, he was on the bench. He, he couldn't go anywhere. But yeah, I was a defensive like... coach, so I didn't have nothing to do with you. Thank and, God. And, and 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 to my credit, thank I, God, I did not say nothing to you, did I? No, Ever. but I when did. I was coaching, I it was hands off to you. But I'll tell you, all those years that you weren't coaching, I am so glad I never heard what you had to say <laughs> <laughs> during those uh, spot moves. So, because I'm pretty sure. It was just, uh, bad, anyways, bad stuff. Huh? Yep. Well, whatever Keith said, that's true. You know, and I, <laughs> I know. Like now, now it's easy to say. You know, when when you're older, you know, when he's older, and when you look back at it, you know, and I, I can, I can admit, you know, that I messed it up. You know, I know that there were times, you know, when he was probably yelled too much, you know, and. This and that, that wasn't the right approach, you know. And uh, they did burn him out, you know. He said it did. You know, it's obvious, you know. But uh, would I do it any different now if I ever have a grandson, you know? My approach would be completely different. That I can tell you right now. Oh, yeah. It's just like live and learn, you know. Yeah. And not to my excuse, you know. It's just, you know, you're a dad, man. You know, I was so damn proud of him, though, you know, at all times. He doesn't even know that. But. Yeah, and I'm sure. I mean, for us, like, it's easy for us to, like, sit there and say those things. Mm-hmm. About being a parent, it's different. Yeah. But but I did. I, I mean, I, I, I probably for you too, Cody, it, it, it made me be super hard on myself. And I blamed myself for every little thing where yeah. it got to the point where, like, my coach would actually pull me in. And this happened even in Latvia and it happened here in the U.S. where it was like, this was, like, where the coach had to, like, assure me, like, this was not your fault. And it was right. kind of like, trust me, like if it was your fault, I'd, I'd tell you, yeah, you did and mess up yep. here and there. But I was so hard on myself because of it. it and there it is. That's 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 what I take, you know, from it. That if I wouldn't have done, you know, like wouldn't been too too harsh on him, you know, he would have made it a lot further. You know, I I, I take that blame, you know, because it was like kind of some subconsciously from for him, you know, like. It was always like, man, you know, I messed this one up. I messed that one up, and I never realized, you know, that he's not a professional hockey player. You yeah, know what I'm well, I he's agree just with a you, kid, man. You know, well, believe me, there, there's and, there's uh, things that I regret that I, you know, yeah. But uh, you know what? It, it, you know what? It was it was because we loved him, and we wanted them to to be the best they exactly, could be. Exactly, exactly. And if that and if that took that, you know, stupid, yeah. dumbass stuff, we did it. <laughs> yep. But it was nothing more. Yeah, it was nothing more than wanting the best for you guys, exactly. to get the best out of you, and and that that's the only reason we did it. That's if you guys ever have a kids, you would you would understand that. 
and look at us. We never made anywhere, you know. Yeah. I never made out of my local pond. You know? <laughs> yeah, me either. I mean, they at least made the rink, you know. Oh, I know. He, I remember, he played on a on a Pepsi Center. You know, I can't, I can't remember. He subbed for a goalie. There was some kind of tournament going on, you know, when uh, he skated out on that ice, you know, and it was just amazing, you know. It was like this this kid, you know, comes from this small country, you know. Even he's not a professional, no nothing, but just to imagine to get on the ice where yeah. they have a step on every other night, you know. Yeah. That's a huge deal, you know. Yeah. So, yep. Nope, it was all because we loved you. Yeah, well. You know, at the time, it probably didn't look that way or sound It's like, oh, my dad's on my ass again. <laughs> well, hey, guys, uh, we've been we've been having this conversation for almost two hours now. I think it's uh, I think we can uh, we can call this one good, boys. I appreciate it. Um, no, I want to thank you guys for having me. You know, like I say, when I walked up the driveway, he was not happy. I was not happy, man. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? I got to. <laughs> Get on your damn podcast. You gotta admit it was fun though, right? Going oh, back no, down, no, no, going no. down memory lane. No, I, I believe me, I I loved it, man. I, I I you know, nothing better I liked about talking about my kids, you know. Very proud of both of them and, and especially Cody with the things he's had handed to him and how he's handled them and Oh shucks. Oh shucks. No, you buddy, you know, you know that. You know, I'm just so proud of you and, and what you have accomplished and the things you're going to accomplish, I, I don't think that there's any way, shape, or form that you are done, you know, accomplishing what you can get done. And I, I know you're going to do it. Well, thank you, Daddy. Love you. And I like to think it was me because I did all that stupid shit to make you do stupid shit that made me mad and made you mad. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, you a- both guys are going to cry, man. I can <laughs> see I'm, those tears I'm in starting, both of your I'm eyes. starting to I mean, tear you up wish. already. Phil, Phil's getting me- emotional. <laughs> Well, hey, uh, from all of us, obviously, happy Father's Day to both of you. And yeah, thank you. Thanks for everything you guys have thank done you. for us, you know, over the years. And uh, this was this is a pretty cool episode, I think. Yeah, and um, uh, unfortunately, Keith couldn't be here. I uh, had big happy Father's Day to Keith. Yep. Yeah. And um, thank you to everybody who listens. We, we love you all so much. And thank you for that big 1,000 listener mark. That I think uh, that meant a lot to all of us. Yeah. And yeah, uh, no. um, keep listening. We love you all. And uh, sponsors. <laughs> and uh, I mean, uh, once again, a big thank you to Dan Williams and the My Beer Nation app for those lovely <laughs> stickers that some of you folks really enjoyed. Uh, we we got Brantley out there. Austin Brody asked for some. Michael Sully, Jenny Rose, Austin Brody. Uh, uh, Becky Spears, uh, obviously April Mullins, uh, everybody who asked for some stickers. Thank you so much. Um, we, uh, we love you all and we hope to see some on the bench with big stickers, you know, out, out, out in the world or on your, uh, on your, uh, tablets or yeah, phones one, or whatever. One man. thing I was going to mention is, Hey guys, uh, one, whoever, you know, Cody knows more. He's on the delivering side uh once you get those stickers guys uh shoot us some pictures of maybe where you where you put them on and no, post them yeah we'd love to see it i think that'd, that'd be, be cool. so cool yeah and uh one more thing that i want to do before uh before we end this uh, uh episode here uh 
for all you listeners that don't know, uh, our host is having the big 3-0 oh, here coming God. up on Monday, <laughs> Mr. Cody Beekman. Uh, happy birthday, bud, from all of us from On the Bench with Beeks. Oh, thank you all. Thank you all happy very much. Happy birthday, Beeks. Happy birthday, happy boy. Happy birthday, buddy. Oh, and uh, actually, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that today, uh, June 19th, a On the Bench with uh, on the Bench with Beeks alumni, Jan Hader's birthday is today, too. Happy what? birthday, Jan. Happy, happy birthday, birthday Jan. Jan. He's probably like, I'm not, I'm not even going to listen to these guys. <laughs> I came on, but... Well, anyways, thank you guys so much from everybody out there. We love you so much. This is why we do it. This is why we love doing it. Um, thank, thank you, dads. Thank you, all the dads out there. Happy Father's Day to uh, everybody. And uh, uh, we'll see you next time, guys. Later. <laughs>